Many of us wait for the perfect time with our health, nutrition and fitness, but this all or nothing thinking as in, if I don't do this perfectly, then it's awful, really gets us all. It usually gets us nothing. So are you waiting for the perfect time to start eating better or exercising or finally getting shape? Are you putting off that dream trip or a new project or the skill that you've been meaning to learn? If so, some of these phrases may sound familiar. When I get a different job, when things are less busy, when I find a workout partner, when I find the right equipment, when I feel less awkward in the gym, when I lose 20 pounds, when I get the right workout routine, when my fridge is full of the right foods, tomorrow, next week, never, human beings are always waiting for the perfect time, but why? For many, it's a great distraction and justification. It helps us avoid the real and risky work of doing things. For others, perfectionism and avoidance serve as a strong armor against potential embarrassment, criticism, and failure. I could something, but something keeps us safe from the pain. Unfortunately, it is also what keeps us from growing, thriving, and being who we know we have to depend, who we know we have the potential to be. That's why all or nothing thinking doesn't work. It really gets us anything at all. It usually gets us nothing. There's no perfect time, and there never will be. Oh sure, there might be some magic moment in your fitness journey where the universe comes together and you're wearing your favorite t-shirt plus your extra comfy sneakers and that song you love comes on and your body is full of exuberant bubbling energy and your favorite piece of gym equipment is free. In fact, the gym is empty today. Hooray! And you bang out a set of 10 reps like the angels are hosting the barbell for you. But that magic moment will be one in a zillion. Other less magic moments that make up your real life? Indeed, if we are talking about moments as say approximately 10 seconds long, that means you have somewhere between oh, 2, 3, 9, 8, 3, 7, 7, 6, 0, 0 potential moments. Which means that a single perfect moment is well a very, very small part of the whole thing. So yes, celebrate that little moment, but sure as heck don't wait for it. Take your moments and make your moments, just so you know. Nobody is going to give you any moments. You have to take moments. Hunt them, chase them, make them happen. Scratch the gouge moments out of their other times. Chip off any tiny flakes of moments from your mono, monolith of your day. Use your teeth if you must. Bite off mouthfuls of those moments. If you're holding the chisel and the pickaxe, you are the miner of your moments. This frustrates us, of course. It shouldn't be this way. We think everyone else's moments just, just come to them. Everyone else has enough time, everyone else has enough money, enough motivation, enough information, but it is that way. For everyone, they all have to scrape and claw for those moments. Moments resist expectations like water resists the intrusion of oil. However, there is the perfect moment. There's actually always a perfect moment. The perfect moment is now. Here, today, the living, breathing slither of time that you have in this precise second. Because that is all you ever have, right now. Just start at the beginning. It doesn't matter where you start as long as you start. Here's another secret. You don't actually have to work to get to the next moment. All you have to do is start and then moments will keep moving as moments do. One moment will stack on top of another and before you know it, you'll have arrived at your destination. But I can't, you say. I can't get started. That is the problem, you see. No, it's not. If you can't get started, you're just jumping too far ahead. You're not starting with starting. You're trying to start somewhere in an imaginary middle. For instance, let's say you choose to start with reading about nutrition. That can be a good start if it keeps you moving on to the next moment. But it is not a good start if it keeps you stuck in your chair, clicking through a blur of blogs and charts and plans and testimonials until it's time for lights out and you haven't made a single good nutritional choice today. 
So maybe starting for you shouldn't be reading. It should be something else, like walking to the fridge and picking out a shiny fresh apple and eating it. Or making a shopping list and putting it next to your car keys for tomorrow. Or reading a menu from the restaurant you're about to visit and picking out the salad option in advance. Starting means initiating action. Starting means committing to a choice of some kind or another. This is how you know it's a true start. Starting is when you drop the coin into one pinball machine, not when you stand there looking at all the machines in the arcade deciding which one to play. Starting is when you lift up one foot and put in front of the other, not when you stand there debating which road to take or wondering if you should have worn different shoes. For some folks, starting needs to be an even smaller action. Starting might be just lifting the foot or shifting their weight to one leg. Putting the first foot in front of the second foot might require some help, which is okay. As long as something is moving, that's a start. Push through, embrace resistance. Many people who are just starting out assume that because they feel resistance, they have failed. That because broccoli tastes bitter when they first try it and because they accidentally overcook it, that they just can't eat veggies. That's because they forget the printed list of exercises on the kitchen table. They can't work out once they get to the gym. That because their legs ache on the ascent, they are not ready to climb that hill. No, that's just how it feels sometimes. Starting will often feel like resistance, or at least at first, like grinding the brain's gears. Give it time. Resist the urge to pause. Push through. It will switch tracks eventually. Remember, you don't have to fight the resistance of the entire trip. You just have to push through the resistance of the first few moments. Get support, for now at least. In order, to take a, in order for a rocket to leave the Earth, it has to fire extra hard against gravity. It needs a boost. In order for a heavy train to get moving, it might need an extra engine. We can start and stay moving on our own, but it sure helps when someone gives us a push or a pull. Someone who can call us on our procrastination and perfection, on our information cruising and waffling. Someone who can snap us out of our all or nothing trance with a gentle nudge and a reminder. For a while, we can even affix ourselves to this someone or something else, like hooking that extra engine in, our, in front of us. As we go along, we can unlook Unhook superfluous cars that we realize are weighing us down. We grow lighter, leaner, and more mobile. Eventually, we don't need that extra engine anymore. Our train is now whizzing along just fine on its own. The scenery blurs past the windows and we're heading on a grand adventure. But in the beginning, we had to start. What to do from here? Take action. Start on your health and fitness journey. Make something happen. Move forwards. Put one foot in front of the other and get that train rolling.